Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. We are rolling right now, folks. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Today is our week six Thursday NFL episode. This is the episode where we get feedback from the wise guys who listen to the show with our sharp calls where we make our survivor pick, build our money line, underdog, round robin. We will give at our foxholes bet, our big balls bet of the week. And we're going to narrow down our picks for the free to join favorites podcast, $100,000 pro football pick'em contest. As our old pal, Colin Cowherd likes to say, there's a sea of money out there. Because there's a sea of money out there. If you want to follow along with our official bets, you can check them out. On the contest website, favorites.actionnetwork.com, when we lock them in before kickoff on Sunday. If you prefer using the award-winning Action app, you can also track all the bets. Simon and I lock in by following two accounts, the Faves 5 and the Favorites podcast. Now, I mentioned him. Let's bring in my co-host, my companion, my compadre, my BFF. Professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Hello, Chad. Dude, lines are moving. Opinions are changing. What's a wise guy to do with a week like this? Ah, these are the fun weeks. It's, uh, it's just like last week. There's just a lot of opinions, a lot of guys projecting teams out. And hopefully like last week, those guys are going to be wrong and we'll be right, Chad. As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. It believes that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1.00. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 and older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. 18 and older in Kentucky. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia. Or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. Week six is approaching. We're seeing opportunities all over the board. Let's not dilly-dally. It's time for Sharp Calls. Hello. Who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring. 
So looks like Chad was right about a game. Chad Millman got something right. And <gasps> a game, a game. I was just like, this guy's being another homer, taking his bears. Why wouldn't Chad take his bears? But apparently, that's a good bet. I guess I got to put it in the contest. I know Chad's going to love it. I know a couple other pros that love it, but um, I, I just, it's hard for me to get there. Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to get there. I just think the Vikings are, just, are the play, but the bears in this situation, apparently there might be bad weather, some wind in this game like that, that caters to a team that has one of the best running quarterbacks we've ever seen in football. So um, yeah, got a lot of calls about this game. And I'm just, I was just shocked where it's like, you know, it felt like a good buy low spot of this Vikings team, but um, not only do the numbers back up that this is a good spot to back the Bears, but we've kind of seen that in these kind of games where it's really badly windy, you know, you, you cater to the dog usually, and especially if that dog has a good running game. And I don't even think you guys have a great running game, the Bears, but the threat of fields, if if you're if you're telling telling me that he's going to run more than pass in this game. I mean, it's crazy to say, but that is a bonus for him where it's like if they can make an offense where it's just one read to DJ or pull it down and run. I love that Bears offense because even watching that DJ film from last week, he's just he's so good. There's no excuse for Fields not to get him the ball. So um, Chad, Chad nailed it. He was on on it with the pros. He was all over the Bears. I didn't see it. I bet the Vikings bought out of my position. I have a decent amount now in the Bears. Um Hoping it gets back to three, that'd be great for me and Chad because maybe it'd be three and a half in the contest, but have no issue putting the two and a half in the contest as well. So it's funny you say this. You know, I listened to Stucky and Raybon on the Sunday Six Pack. You can catch it live on YouTube on Wednesdays or listen to the Action Network pod on, on Thursdays. And Raybon is all over the Vikings. Um, and this morning <laughs> when I was I was doing my pregame research for a pod, I listened to Raybon talk about the Vikings and and look, you have me convinced. I bought out of my Seattle position. I was on Seattle plus three, bought out of it because of the way you've broken down Burrow. And I listened to Stucky talk about how much he loved the Bengals too. I'm like, I might be on the wrong side of this. I don't love the feeling I'm getting, but I listened to Raybon talk about the Vikings and there wasn't one moment in that in that breakdown that he had where I thought to myself, I got this wrong. I have felt the whole time. Like I'm, I, I almost bought out of it. And then I'm like, I don't think I'm going to buy out of it. Maybe if the line keeps moving, goes down to two, one and a half, maybe I'll buy out of it, but nah. I to hear this. What else? Yeah. What else? I'm shocked. I, I really, I really did think I'm, I'm with Chris. I thought that was going to be a great spot for Minnesota, a nice bounce back game against a team that, you know, winning by 20 points, if if it's a veteran team, not a big deal. When it's a young team like the Bears, it's like, all right, it's it's a nice spot to fade these guys. But um, I'm, I'm trying to factor in what the weather is going to be like and just what I'm hearing from all the pros. Um, the next game, a game we talked about, hopefully people listened where it was three, Tampa, and we told people to wait. Hopefully you can get the three and a half. No shock to anyone, the three and a half has popped now. So um, that's going to be a, the biggest pro versus Joe's game of the week, most likely. The pros are all over it. Um one more game. We'll, we'll, I, I guess there's two more. Um, the Jets, which is another game we're going to talk about. The pros love the Jets. The number has moved against them. So obviously, some smart money's coming on the Eagles here. And it's moved up to seven now from six and a half. So um, de definitely another interesting game this week of a lot of opinions, 
a lot of people on one side, a lot of people. I mean, it's it, there are really split games. Like, I love the Saints this week. I know some really sharp groups. I love Houston. I really liked uh, – me and Chad talked about earlier in the week. I really like the Commanders, a lot of pros like Atlanta. So, it's just like last week where you're kind of hitting these, these points in the season where there's just going to be guys split. Like, people that project out different teams, they're going to have a higher grade on them than other people. So, um, I know in the early weeks it was kind of, like, simple. Like, everyone was on the same side. You're not going to really have that. Like, for the Bears game, yes, all the pros are on the Bears. It, it, it seems like Joe Public is coming on Minnesota. Um, again, we even touched on that we're probably going to talk about. That 49ers game, I know some really smart, big-money guys who came in heavy on the 49ers when I was at six. And me and Chad talked about it. Like, if you could have got the five and a half, I was like, you should grab it because it's just going to keep going up. Now it's at seven, and I don't – if it's Watson, this is going to be one of the easiest bets of my life. But it's not looking like it's going to be Watson. And if he does play, we're betting on a guy who hasn't practiced in two weeks. So, um, yeah, definitely a scary spot there with Cleveland where the public every now and then gets a free one. And and it's starting to look like that 49ers team. If they do play P.J. Walker, the backup against the 49ers defense, man, that that looks like a a pretty good bet if you had taken the 49ers. So, yeah, for sharp calls this week, um, not not shocking. Guys love the Bears. Guys love the Jets. The guys love uh, – we didn't even talk about the Chargers, which is the bet I gave out earlier in the week. And we didn't even talk about the Patriots, which is another team that Chad was all over. I think it got to three and a half yesterday. A couple of books is back down to three. But another game I absolutely hate and hate to take it, but me and Chad are probably going to end up on this uh, Patriots team after talking to a lot of guys. Well, you know what's interesting? It's fun to hear you get the feedback from the wise guys because I was doing, when I was going through our notes from Tuesday and prepping for the show today, because I take it very seriously. I do a lot of work in advance of the Sunday show, Tuesday show, and Thursday show. Got to narrow down our games. Got to get to our foxhole. We got to get to our survivor. We got to get to the Moneyline Underdog Parlay. We got to get to the big balls. First up, you didn't mention in sharp calls, but we liked it on Sunday night, even when we realized it, we didn't realize it was in London. Tennessee, we liked it at four and a half. It's been stuck at four all week. I don't have a strong opinion that the game is in London because I like the matchup. Like Mike Vrabel is a dog, whether he's on the road or at home or somewhere else, it's still going to be a dog. And so he's an all-timer. It's a Mike Vrabel podcast. You bet Mike Vrabel when he's a dog. And you bet against Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh when they're favorites. Um my biggest concern right now, Simon, this is a massive public dog. Yeah, and I hate it. I, I, I didn't get this number when we saw it Sunday night, and it still doesn't make sense. But I know some guys who have taken positions on the Ravens, and they're just thinking to themselves, you know, if Lamar didn't have all those drops last week, they blow out Pittsburgh. And if they blow out Pittsburgh, this line's probably a little higher. Like, the public probably would have bet this up, and – they like it that everyone's on Tennessee and they're kind of on an island here on this Ravens team. But I don't trust that. I just wouldn't put a lot of money on a game that's in London. There's just so many variables here. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll take the points. Like Ch- Chad said, it. this feels like a, the chalkiest dog I'll take all year. But I'm catching a lot of points with Vrabel. And, you know, if if Lamar comes out a little slow and they don't drive the field and they're not leading a half or whatever it is, if the passing game just isn't working, which is – the biggest weakness of Tennessee. Like you can throw the ball against Tennessee and that's what this new offense wants to do with Lamar and the Ravens. If he's connected on the passes, Chad, we're cooked. Like if this guy is putting the ball downfield, we're, we're done. This bet's dead. 
If not, if Rabel does what he wants to do, which is make this game sloppy and pull the Ravens down and make them drive the field long drives, I could easily see them covering this number. So thankfully we don't have to put this in the contest, but yeah, I'll I'll be on the on the public dog of the week. I'll take the Titans here at plus four and a half. Yeah, we're gonna be on the Titans. Agree with you. I do not want to put this in the contest at all. Like this is no. a fun bet to make. I'm gonna enjoy watching it on Sunday morning. I do not want to have contest contest uh you know uh ambitions on this game in any way. Um but the next game, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. So this number opened at five and a half. Opened at five and a half. We didn't know who the quarterback was going to be. Even so, we still bet uh, Indianapolis because we're confident in Gardner Minshew. And we're confident in sort of the Colts as a team versus the Jags as a team right now. Uh, So here's a note from Brandon Anderson. 11 times in NFL history, a team has returned home from Europe without a bye week. Every one of those teams was tied or trailing at some point in the fourth quarter of the following week. So Jacksonville already was a team that we didn't love. Now we're getting a team we do like. Why don't you credit credit to Evan? Evan gave us that stat last week. <laughs> I think he got I think he got it from Brandon Anderson uh, okay. uh, doing the recap pod. And because Evan put it in the script as from Brandon Anderson. That's a nice guy there. Yeah, he is a nice guy. He doesn't know much about Zoom or where you need to be <laughs> audio and video. But he's a nice guy when it comes to crediting people. I still but yeah, like- we, we we talked about that 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 kind of trend on Tuesday. It's like you're you're playing, you're fading the team as a favorite now coming home after two weeks in London. And I know you've experienced. I'm sure you have, Chad. When you go to England and you come back, it feels like it takes like weeks to get yeah. back on the time. Like that, that's a real thing. So, um, yeah, like. It's just that's just a lot to do. Like you're you're in England for two weeks now. You're coming back. You're feeling good. You're the Jaguars. You just went two and zero in England. Now you're coming back. You're dealing with all your family stuff. Everyone's like you're getting back into your rhythm of life back here, and and then you get dropped right into a divisional game against a team that they're hungry. Like the Colts are just a hungry team right now. So another game where I hate it because it's like the squares bet. Like everyone is going to come in on the Colts. I, I don't know why they wouldn't. Maybe the Minshew thing does scare them off and. You know, Trevor Lawrence played really well in England. But how, how do you not take this big number against a team coming back from London, like skipping their bye week? It's just we, we have the numbers that back it up. These games usually are close in the fourth quarter when teams come back. It's just they're going to be sloppy. They're, there's things are going to be a little off timing. So um, I, maybe I'll get there, Chad, and get this in our contest. As we sit here right now, I don't know if it's one of my favorite five. All right. I don't know either. I think there's a couple of really ugly games that could be though. There's yeah, like there's one. some ugly games I just love this week. So do I. And it makes me it's it's kind of like what we talked about the other day. Remember we talked about the psychology of betters where we are we are less comfortable betting on a team we know is great as a huge favorite this week, yeah. i.e. the Bills and the Dolphins against respectively the Giants at 14 for the Bills and 13 and a half uh against the Panthers for the Dolphins. Then we are uh betting the bad teams, right? And so here's a perfect example. New England has lost its last two games by a combined total of like 66 points. The worst two Bill Belichick losses ever have been the past two weeks. I've never been more convinced than right now is the time to take the, time to take the New England Patriots. 
Well, you shouldn't you shouldn't be this confident. I'm telling you that much. Uh, Mac Jones in his last 11 starts as a dog, own 11 ATS, Chad. Oh my uh, God, it's terrible. Yeah, Ducky likes like, to say it's catching a falling knife. Are we getting the <laughs> Are we getting the Patriots at the absolute bottom of the market? And my my take on this is a m- massive coaching advantage, right? Like, there's not even a question. The Raiders are prone to turning the ball over, which plays to the strength of the Patriots. The Patriots, they've actually played really hard teams and really good defenses. But then there's the trends, right? From Evan Abrams. Credit Evan Abrams. Thank you. Teams who scored three points or less the previous week, 60% against the spread the past 20 years the following week. So that's the Patriots. Teams to lose by 20 (laughs) points or more the previous week, facing a team that didn't, 60% 60% against the spread the past 20 weeks. Like there's a lot of evidence here to back the Patriots. When when a team has been its ugliest, I wish the number was higher. I'm hoping it'll be three and a half in the contest. We bet it at three and a half, but come on. Yeah, it's just a fear that they're broken, man. Like the, the crazy thing about the Patriots, they easily could have started this year 3-0 and with a win over the Eagles and a win over Miami and then the Jets. Like yeah. they could have started the year 3-0 and and – the whole everything would have been so different for them this year, but it doesn't work that way. Mac Jones is not clutch. The kid turns the ball over at the worst times. He makes horrible reads. He's starting to see ghosts, which is like got to be the scariest part if you're if you're a fan of him. Where it's like he's not even making reads anymore. Now he's just throwing. He's before the snap even happens, he knows he's going where the ball. So if the guy has triple coverage, Mac Jones throws right into it. He doesn't read the rest of the field. So um, I hate this bet. It's like I said, it's just like the Pittsburgh bet where I hated that Pittsburgh bet all week last week and it worked. Chad's right. We just have to play the number. The Raiders are not a well-coached team. I mean, they are one of my biggest bets for their under win total and nothing's changed about that. Like that, that Packers game, did did they win it or did Jordan Love give them the game? Like that's, that's the one of those games where it's like, if they lost to the Packers, which they probably should have 20 to 17, whatever that number would end at. What's this number, Chad? Is it plus two? Is it is it yeah. plus one for this Patriots team? So you're exactly right where it's like we're getting great value, especially at three and a half. That's amazing value for this Patriots team. But, man, have they just totally quit. Like that 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 loss last week, if we don't see life this week, Chad, it's going to be brutal because it's going to be like every week we're going to be like, well, this is another buy low spot. And it's like, I don't know. I have no idea when the lowest point will be for the Patriots, but – um, it seems like this is low it's gonna get, right? Like this is this feels like it's rock bottom. So Chad's right. Like we're we're playing these numbers, but it's another game that makes me sick to my stomach this week of the, this team's got no fight, no dog in them. And we're we're betting on them to hopefully show up here. Um, yeah, Evan just posted they got after this, they got Buffalo and Miami. Like if they don't if they don't win and cover this game, then I get it. Their fans, what they're saying, it's like tank. For Williams, get the number one pick for the quarterback. Exactly. Totally get it. You got to start thinking about if they don't win this game and they have a horrible season, what happens to Belichick? Are they starting over with a new coach, new organization, new quarterback next year? And I agree. Like they, they will be in a position to tank. Detroit at Tampa. So we talked about it on Sharp Calls. Tampa was three and a half. Um, we loved it at three and a half. We still like it at three. This is the biggest pros Joe's game of the week. You mentioned it. Uh, 67% of the, let me get the exactly of the tickets on the lions, 70% on the box. So 
again, Stucky and Raybon, you know, we love listening to them. I know that you and Stucky and Raybon and Kerner have your very special wise guy modeling sheet. Um, Raybon liked the Viking, like the Lions here and felt like we still hadn't gotten to the top of the market and felt that the Bucks wins were fraudulent. I have a different take on this. I'm no Raybon, but I'm curious to get your thought. I just feel like Baker has better weapons and is being put in a better position to succeed and has the benefit of knowledge and not trying to be the number one overall pick who wins every game. And so I want to sell high on the Lions and I want to still buy a little bit low on Baker. Yeah, the Bucks could be frauds. Like he could definitely be right. Uh, we see it every year where teams have great starts to the season. I think last year, the Panthers started the year 3-0. and um, and then they completely fell off a cliff. And that happens every year. Like teams start hot. Eventually teams catch up to them and they can't really do what they want to do. And no, I don't. Yeah. Like I get where he's coming from, but I don't, I don't see that yet with Baker. Like when I look at this offense with Godwin and Mike Evans, that's like having those two veteran stud receivers has been so huge for Baker. Like yeah. that, having that trust to know, just throw it up to those guys. Like if he's, ever, if he's ever stuck old Baker, you see either pull it down and get sacked. Or he tried to make a play and either turn it over, or, you know, whatever would happen. And it feels like with the Bucks this year, he's not really doing those stupid things. Like he, he talked about going to the Rams was one of the best things that ever happened to him in his career because he said he learned so much from McVay. And McVay basically told him, This is what you suck at. This is why you suck. This is how you can be better. And Baker said he took it and ran with it. Like he's really worked on all of his weaknesses and he'd never been coached like that before. So I, I like Baker in this spot with this number against a, a Detroit team that they've just, you know, not not that they're the most public darling of any team in the league, but if you're a better, I believe they're the best team. If you've been betting them, if you've been betting on Detroit since last year, they're the best team ATS by far. Like Jared Goff, Jared Goff is the most profitable quarterback against the spread the past five years. Yeah. So, but but here's one thing. He's much, much better in the dome than he is outside. And this game is outside. And I was going to get to that. It's just you're you're betting on them going outdoors and their offense not being able to be as fast as, you know, we say what you want about golf. That that offense has been humming this year. Like every game they're in, even last week, like they put up 42 and didn't feel like it was hard. Like it felt like that's exactly what they should have done. And, you know, Montgomery, I have no idea how well – he's going to do against his Bucks run defense, but like, that's their guy. Like the Lions have found their running back. He's the guy they're feeding um, in this matchup. I just see it being a one possession game. Like it just feels like it's going to be a close battle. And if we're getting three and a half when this number probably should be two and a half, three, we'll take that number every time. Chad. That's why like, even when we saw this Sunday night, I feel like we both knew this was probably gonna be in our contest. So yeah, um, it, it sucks. We're going against golf. The like you guys just said, he's the best covering quarterback in football right now. But that's why you kind of got to do it. It's like such a big win last week. Now they're on the road playing against a team that's just scrappy. And even that Eagles game, we talked about. It. If Mike Evans made a couple catches, they would have been in that game. Like they're yes. just a team that feels like they're always going to be in games. If things don't go horribly wrong, we will be in this game. So. We I don't have a model that predicts turnovers. I, I tell you guys all the time, like I can't predict when these quarterbacks are going to have these meltdowns, but um, it, it's it's a good number. And Matt Mitchell supposed to Mike Evans might be out for this one. I, I didn't even hear anything about that. So obviously that'd be a big deal. He didn't, um, he didn't practice yesterday. So not practicing right. off of a bye week is something. 
Yeah. Still, um, the, I'm still, I'm still like the, to me, the number makes it the right side. Like what is he going to be worth against the spread? Is it half a point? Maybe. So. And that's what's uh, so tough. Like it. It's like, he's probably worth the same. I know people can't believe this, but he's probably worth the same as Justin Jefferson, which sounds crazy, but the line reflects that. Like, look how much that Vikings line moved after Justin Jefferson got ruled out. Not that much. So same thing here where it's like, maybe this gets us up to four, Chad. Maybe this gets up. This is why this is three and a half. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the value on Tampa. Me, me, me. These are just one of these games. Me and Chad don't have a choice, people. Like you want to bet like us. This is what we do. We try to we try to fade these teams that are coming off huge wins that the market is just overreacting to. So um, the Lions I already said it. The Lions are for real. Like they're a really good team. This is such a huge letdown spot for this team going on the road. From the YouTube chat, here's a nice stat. I love our YouTube watchers and listeners because they're reacting in real time with stuff that we like. Uh, NFC North has the worst overall record in the NFL, but NFC North kickers are a perfect 78 of 78 so far all right so we like new england we like tampa bay we haven't done a foxhole we haven't done a big balls reminder the executive decision on tuesday was tampa bay plus three and a half um the simon says was the chargers plus two and a half so uh those two are still out there we're going to discuss uh la a little bit more seattle at cincy i don't know if you want to spend a lot of time on this i'm like it's a pros Joe's game. According to our numbers, like the majority of the money coming in on Seattle, the tickets on Cincinnati at two and a half. I don't know. I, I, I see, I don't have a clear vision of this game other than you love Joe Burrow. Is this a game we want to put in our contest? I don't know. Yeah. I love Joe and I love him at that number. Uh, we, we talked on our film session. I just think Joe looks like his old self. This week, he's been practicing all week. No setbacks. No, he hasn't re aggravated that injury. T. Higgins might be back this week. I saw him practicing yesterday with Chase. Like, they're kind of catching balls together down the field. So, I, I love this number on the Bengals. Like, you're, you're telling me that Joe Burrow, whose team was 1-3 and three heading into last week, now they're 2-3. and three. If they win this game, they'll be 3-3 three and three heading into their bye. Like, that – that to me is just such a football motivator in the locker room of like, give it everything you got. If we get the three and three and we go into our bye week, it's like a whole new season. If you're two and four heading to your bye week, Chad, it feels like your season might be a little lost. So I, I want to take Joe Burrow and this desperate Bengals team. Like this feels like a good spot to back them when this feels like everything to them. Like this is, this really is a, a statement game for them that they need this one bad. And yeah, of course Seattle needs it too. And they're coming off a bye and, the, the vibe should be really great for them, but just a bad spot for them. Head into this Bengals team that, you know, they can get pressure on Gino. And we've seen when Gino gets pressure, that's kind of when he melts. And looking at this matchup, it's going to be a shootout, Chad. That's why I understand why someone want to be on Seattle and take the points. But if you're getting two and a half on Joe Burrow at home in this kind of game, how do you not take it? Like, it just feels like a... a Again, it's it is public. Like I'm sure the public will be on the Bengals here, but it feels like a right play where it's like you're 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 getting value here just because they've struggled this season. Like if he was fully healthy all year and the Bengals had a winning record, this number is probably four, probably three and a half. So the fact that it's two and a half feels a little bit like the Cardinals last week, where it's like eventually the number came down so much that's where the value was, and that's it feels the same way this week. Like the numbers come down too much now. The value to me is on the Bengals. If it was four. Yeah, Chad, I get there with you on Seattle, but um, the fact that this is two and a half at a lot of books, I, I love that number for the Bengals. 
uh, Matt Mitchell is is frantically waving his arms, reminding us there could be a lot of weather in Cincinnati. Weather is going to potentially wreak some havoc. In yeah, it's a not bunch ideal. Of could be could be bad for Kansas City uh, and Denver tonight. Could be windy and rainy in Cincinnati, windy and rainy in Chicago. It's going to be an interesting totals week too. Um, all right. I, you've convinced me on Cincinnati. It's why I bought out of the bet. Um, I mean, if that's so, true, if you guys like the under, it's forty-five right now. So if that if that's true, that they, they got yeah, if they got bad weather coming, I, I would grab it because it, it'll, it'll keep dropping. I'm assuming by yeah, game time, it will. Uh, all right, we talked about the Jets. We talked about Philadelphia. Big money has come in on Philly. You said it in the wise guy in the sharp calls. Uh, it's moved the number to seven, but I'm with you, like. Seven feels too big for the Jets with this defense to be home underdogs. It feels awful to me. <laughs> yeah, and it's another bet that we both hate. We both won't be shocked when we lose it, but it's a bet we always always will make. Like, we're getting a huge number. Well, we haven't discussed Foxhole or Big Balls, and we've talked about Tampa Bay and New England. So, like, what are we waiting for? <laughs> I do it then, far away. This feels like a foxhole to me. Yeah, no, this feels like a foxhole. You know me, regardless of what's going on, I'm a foxhole guy. I commit to a team. I commit to a city. Uh, I'm a foxhole guy. Jets plus seven is our foxhole. We're in the foxhole, baby. I hate it. It's making me sick. I'm trying to find a way to get on this Eagles team. I just couldn't get there. Like, I understood why the guys took the six and six and a half on the Eagles. Like, yes, you got the value, beat the number. Now it's up to seven. I, I don't know, Chad. It feels like an inflated line. Like, this number has moved too much out of what people perceive as Zach Wilson's not that good, which I, I I agree with. I don't think he played great last week. But the little things I'm taking away from seeing him is he's making throws on third down. He just wasn't making three weeks ago. And now he is making it. It seems like he has confidence every week that's growing. So, um, once again, it's scary as hell betting on these terrible quarterbacks. But we got to play the numbers. And I know it's crazy to say, but, like, this is going to be in our money line around Robin. Like, this is just oh. an upset an upset game. So, um, the Eagles, they look like a, they look like a team that, we all assume we'll be playing the 49ers in the conference championship game. They have a lot of losses coming along the way. That's just how football is. We joke all the time. There's only one team in my lifetime that was perfect. Like that was truly perfect. And that was that Patriots team with Randy Moss. So we, we just teams lose. That's just how it is people. And that's my job trying to find the losses. So th this one here with the Eagles just feels like it's going to be a loss, like on the road, we know Hertz is a different quarterback on the road. Even though this year he's been great on the road, right? I think he's covered every game so far on the road. Yeah, um, it, it seems like a nice spot to fade this Eagles team. That the, the the hype is starting to hit peak right now. Like that that I told you, this is one of those games. I talk to people that everyone you know right now has the 49ers in their teasers, money line parlays with the Eagles and their money line parlays and in their teasers. Like this is a huge week for the public. They got all these. These six-point favorites, they think that are way better than these these underdogs. So um, me, me and you will take that extra point of value, Chad, and grab the Jets here at plus seven. I don't hate it as much as I hated betting, like, the Jets as big dogs against the Chiefs, to be honest. I, I like, I love this. I love this Eagles team. We've talked about they have a feel, like, of confidence and competence, like the Patriots did. Great talent being put in great positions. So they will win games just based on that, that they have no business winning, but they're still figuring things out. And like, they're figuring it out on the fly. And this is one of the better defenses they faced. So um, the Eagles are 28th in red zone efficiency this yeah, year. They I were number it. three 
at this point last year in red zone efficiency. So we talk all the time that the losing their OC, there's been no bigger hit to their team on offense than in the red yeah. zone from last year to this year. So I'm right there with you, Chad. Like they're an incredibly good team. They have tons of talent. There's little things that we're we're seeing here that gives us a little bit of hope taking the Jets here in this number. It's just yeah. the, the Eagles aren't as good as people are perceiving as they were last year. Foxhole, Jets, plus seven. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, that the wise guys were coming in on Atlanta, but you liked Washington the other day. Is there yeah. really, like, do we want to say a lot about this right now? No, but just don't be shocked if it's one of our five. Like, me and Chad, I always have these things where I wake up and, like, I've loved the team all week. And I'm just like, come on, let me put them in. And this this feels like that, where it's like, I bet it. I love them. I've teased the Washington number up to seven. It's, it's you know, I'm just I'm just taking two teams here that there's no there's really no real difference between them. Like they're basically the same teams this year, and like I graded them out as such. Home field advantage is what it used to be. This line should be closer to one one and a half. You're getting a free point here, so um, I'm going to take that value on Washington. Uh the other game that I thought could have been our foxhole, and and to me it's similar to Washington and Atlanta, is New Orleans and Houston. New Orleans is a short road favorite at Houston. You and I both like New Orleans when we talked about it on Tuesday, this is another pros Joe's game. Public loves the Texans. Pros love the saints right now. Interesting. It's, it's at one and a half. I actually saw some ones. It's possible yeah. we get a better number. Um, could this be a late breaking contest entry? Yeah. It's like another, again, another game. I just absolutely love this week. The saints, I believe they have the NFL record, eight straight road games without giving up 20 or more points. Going for number nine here against an offense that Chad said it like Ritter played incredibly well last week. They had seven points at halftime. Like this is just an offense that they just struggle a lot of things, and I put that on the quarterback here. So um, th- this this bet here is really about regression. Like I talk I talked last week. CJ is going to throw picks. He is going to turn the ball over. He's going to do stupid stuff. He had two. Two of the worst drops I've seen all year from Atlanta defense. Like literally threw one to one defender right in the breadbasket. Like the guy had his hands up, hit him in the face. Yeah. The next one, it was like he put one downfield and the guy should have picked it and he didn't. So he, he is putting the ball up to be turned over. Now here we have a Saints team that they don't make those drops. I mean, you saw last week the Honey Badger had that pick six on Mac. I think he's up to 30 picks now. Tyron Matthews. Like these are these are guys that do catch the ball when it's thrown their way. And this Saints team. We talked about this is our identity. Like their identity is this defense. The defense, as much as I want to believe in Derek Carr and the offense, it really is on the defense. Like if they get stops, yeah. they turn over CJ, this game will snowball. Like it, it's a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. These are the kind of games they should lose and have let down games. So it's weird that I've seen the number move down. Like Chad just said, I've seen, I thought this would go up to two and a half, three. It's gone the other way. So that means money is coming in on Houston here, but doesn't change my view of it. It's the same thing last week with the Saints and the Patriots. Like people were like, "Aren't you worried that the Saints numbers moving against you guys so much?" No, it's this is how it is. Like pros on these coin flip games, pros will be on both sides. Like it all depends on what your model makes this number. So to me, if I make this minus two and a half for the Saints, I love the value on the Saints. I'm getting now a point and a half of value on the Saints. So it, it's another game that this is tough to take, Chad. Like. Watching CJ's tape, this kid's incredible, especially that last drive last week. But this Saints defense is so good. They should be putting this kid into fits. Like, they're different coverages. They're different schemes. They're going to throw at them. I love this matchup so much for the Saints defense. It sounds like as you're talking about it, 
A, I want to make it my biggest bet of the week. B, Jesus. <laughs> uh, B, I definitely want to put it in the contest. All right. Yeah, I, can, I, I definitely don't. I wouldn't make it my biggest bet of the week, but I'm definitely in on making our contest. I mean, you're taught you you're expressing love for this more than any other game we talked about. Really? Well, I do love it. Maybe I'm waking up a little now. It's five thirty. Maybe I'm finally woken up. But uh, yeah, I just I I love this defense so much on the Saints team. Uh, we have not made a big balls bet of the week yet, and it's I don't coming. Know okay. All right. Uh, well, let's talk it's about coming. Dallas. Let's talk about Dallas at the Chargers, which was the Simon Says at two and a half. I think that number has moved down to two, um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's uh, fluctuating. Two and a half, still, two. There's some two and a halfs out there still. Um, so uh, I don't know that I want to wait until Monday. I feel like of the games <laughs> we've talked about, there are games. I, I think there are five games on Sunday that we like a little bit more than Monday. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Do yeah, like, I just do you love this game? Um, I I I don't I don't know about love, but I do really like it. Like we're we're past talking stages. Yeah, we're I'm, I might introduce her to my mom, but <laughs> I don't know if I love her yet. But it's a good number. It's like it, you're you're Kel, whatever you want to say about the Chargers team. I, I do think Kellen Moore has come in now and made that offense better. Like they're pushing the ball downfield. On the flip side, it looks like Dallas offense has regressed under McCarthy. Like Dak, great skill set, pushing the ball downfield, connecting with guys downfield. It's totally gone. Like he's neutered that. He wants him to be a quick read, short dump kind of guy. That it doesn't look like that's working in Dallas. And I saw some report that McCarthy's sleeping in the offices all week and the guys haven't left the offices and they're all locked in. What do you think every coaching staff does every week? Like I hate when they post those kind of stories. It's like even when guys win, like I saw a clip the other day of um, uh, whatever whatever coach it was, maybe it was Belichick talking about it, where it's like they're asking if he sleeps in the office and he's just like, you know, in his mumbling voice, like you, you bring work home with you. Like these guys are all working nonstop. So I get where people are like, aren't you scared of the Cowboys in a bounce back spot? Their coaches sleep in the office, like all this stuff. I'm honestly not like I, I just look at this Chargers offense and it's like, even if we were down 14 in this game, Chad, I still wouldn't have lost hope on the Chargers man to come back. Like Herbert, he's that guy. And we've seen it time and time again, where if he got the right coaching and then still confidence in him to push the ball downfield, they're going to be a great offense. So um, last week, the Cowboys went all in on stopping the run. Like if you go back and watch the game plan, they, it worked, right? They they really did for the most Why part. Why do you think Brock down. Purdy is now 7-1 to win the MVP? And that's my point, where it's like, if they're going to do the same thing where they're going to go all in and try to take something away from Herbert and stifling this past offense, I don't think they have the guys to do it. Like that Diggs injury was a big deal. That took away one of the best corners on football, one of the best turnover corners on all of football. So um, say what you want about this Chargers team. I get it where people are like, feels like you're buying high on this team. I think we're not. Like I, I got this game at a pick, again, plus two and a half on our Chargers team. So Chad's right. Like this might not be in our contest, but – um, no, no, no wavering here. I'm going to be on the Chargers all week. You know what I I hate as a member of the sports media and what I hated even more when I was overseeing uh, a sports, uh, a broad sports media empire, the lazy narratives that the media picks up on. Coaches are sleeping in their office. They're so <laughs> dedicated. Dak Prescott is going into this Niners game as a revenge spot. Like, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott is like, I saw this report 
before the Patriots Cowboys. Trey Lance can help Dallas read the 49ers offense. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, it's so fucking stupid and lazy and facile. It's just, it's just idiocy. It's not <laughs> looking for a better storyline. It, it's honestly astonishing. All right. All right. You convinced me. This might be in there. Now we got like 10 games that might be in there, but we have not gotten to the big balls better the week. And I put in the, I put in the rundown for our show. Uh, there were three games that, that we wanted to talk that we haven't talked about Carolina plus 13 and a half at Miami giants plus 14 at Buffalo Cleveland plus seven against the Niners. I think that number starting to get to a point where you got to consider it. Um, so is it any one of those three games that you're thinking about? Yes, Chad. Is it Cleveland plus seven? <laughs> it is Cleveland plus seven. Big oh balls better the week. God! Simon, I feel like you should take me home to meet your mom because I feel like we are in a <laughs> mind meld. Yeah. Our big balls better the week. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited because you know I bet the Browns plus five and a half and I, <laughs> I didn't buy out of it. And because I just kept feeling like, I'm not convinced. Like this is this is a bad spot for the Niners. What you said about it being a scheduled loss resonated with me. And this defense is just too good. This is going to be a very hard game for San Francisco to win big. Fuck, I love betting the, the Browns at plus seven. Definition of a trap. And we talk all the time, like, not that I'm the greatest at spotting these things, but I'm getting pretty damn good at it. And when I get other pros that come in and tell me it's the exact same thing they saw, yeah, it makes you feel great. And then you get the numbers that back it up, which – it's all about – I know I want to be like, oh, it, it really does matter with Watson. Of course it does. Would I rather have Watson out there than P.J.? Yes, P.J. was in the XFL a couple of years ago. Like, this is just – we're in a different world here. Watson, say what you want about him. I feel like he's been better this year. Like, every game, I feel like he was getting a little better. That's what sucks yeah. so much about that injury where it's like – you kind of saw the old glimmer of old Watson there. Um, but the biggest thing here is Schwartz. Schwartz defense against Shanahan in his career as a head coach, a D.C., He's eight and three straight up against Shanahan's offense. So that means when Shanahan was an offensive coordinator, when he was a head coach, he's he's three and eight straight up against Schwartz. And it's that technique that Schwartz run, the wide nine. It's really good against the Shanahan running scheme. So if you look about how this defense, Schwartz's defense has done against McVeigh, how they've done against uh the 49ers, how they done they've done against um McDaniels down in Miami, like these guys are run the old Shanahan running scheme, which is 30 years old now. I mean, going way back to those early Bronco days, or is it maybe it might be almost 40 years now, this run scheme. It's really dated. Like there's certain guys like Jim Schwartz where they can they can have their defensive scheme beat this, right? He's got the players to beat this defense. So another game that we talked weather, you can be all over that under as well if you want, if you're scared off by this number, but this is such a big number and the public is all over it, Chad. Like I hate it because it's PJ. That's my, that's the only thing I hate about this where it's like, if this was Watson, this would have been my, one of my biggest bets of the year. Like this was a scheduled loss and the public is so fucking stupid. Like when that number was three on Sunday, I mean, you joked about it where it's like, I'm taking this number just because, you know, the, the 49ers might win this might, this number might blow up. The number has moved so much now. And I agree that it moved because of Watson and he might be out and, that's a six-point move or a seven-point move. Like, that's how much he's worth to Cleveland. And we could walk into one of the worst bets of our lives where we're taking a backup QB against probably the best defense on football right now, this 49ers team. But 
you have to trust Jim Schwartz in this defense. Like, this is such a good spot to fade Brock Purdy on the road in bad weather in this 49ers team against a Browns team that no one believes in. Like, I'm going through the books right now, and different books have it 95% of the bets, 96%, 96% of the tickets on the 49ers team here. Yes. So, hated people hate this bet because we don't know what's going to happen with Watson but you got to take these points. Like if he gets cleared, this number drops back down to what Chad talked about. This drops down back to five, four and a half, most likely. So we'll, we'll, maybe we'll get a bad number here at seven. I don't think we will. At worst, it gets up to seven and a half by game time, eight maybe, but we can just buy those, get those points as well once it goes up. So gra- grabbing the seven right now, just in case Watson does practice today and this number starts dropping. It's just, we we, we kind of knew Monday night this was going to be one of our bets. As the week has gone along here, and I get more numbers and I get more people calling me about it. We have to be all over this Cleveland number, people. It's just this is such a big number in a game that is such a letdown spot for this 49ers team. I love our YouTube uh, watchers and listeners, but 68% of the people in the chat voted for the Niners at minus seven. That just locked it in for us in the contest. Browns plus seven. Um, <laughs> uh, Simon, well, here's what's interesting. I feel like I feel like big balls, better the week. Cleveland Browns plus seven. I'm s- what does it say about us that I just fucking love that? Um, <laughs> if I had to, if I had to say our top five right now, I'd probably go Browns plus seven, Jets plus seven, New Orleans minus one and a half, Chargers plus two, and then I think it would be between Tampa and Cincy. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I I put Tampa in there, and the one waiting to put in would be the Chargers. Because you're right, like I I hate waiting too. That's the worst part of this contest. Like yeah. for four and zero, I can't stand waiting a whole another day to find out we're gonna be five and zero. So um, I, I'm right there with you, Chad. Like I I'd put the Chargers on the outside looking in uh, right now, and I I'd, I'd put Bucks and Cincy over it, especially Cincy. We're gonna, like we'll do me and Chad like a lock in our picks after the show here. If we go into the app right now, and the Cincy's two and a half we're going to have to lock that one in. But if they're minus three and a half, maybe we don't put them in. All right. Simon, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? Game time. You bet, brother. It's our sponsor, Game Time. I love Game Time for two reasons. One, they sponsor this show. Number two, I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. Speaking of which, I'm actually going to open game time right now from my house here in Connecticut. And guess what? We love the Jets this weekend, Simon. If you and I did not have a show on Sunday, we would be going to the Jets game for less than 80 bucks. Great tickets, no matter where you live. Download the game time app, get out, have some fun this week, go sweat your bets live and in person. You can redeem, you can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. I guess, again, just download the app and enter code favorites for $20 off. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Before we get to our money line, underdog, round, robin, parlay, reminder that the week six contest, the week six contest tiebreaker is total rushing yards on Monday night football. Dun, dun, dun. Action Network predictive analyst Billy Ward writes a weekly article about tiebreaking strategy. And a link to that article can be found in the episode's description if you want a leg up in the contest. Good luck. All right, our money line, underdog, round robin. Dog, dog. 
Let me let me throw some ideas at you. Tampa. Sure. Washington. Okay. Bears. Bears. Chargers. Yeah, they're a little too uh too small. All right. Uh Tampa, Washington, Bears. Colts. Colts, get them in there. And then we got we go let's go with one big dog here, either either the Browns or the Jets. Which one do you like to win outright, Chad? J E T S. Jets. All right, let's do it. Jets. All right. Moneyline underdog round robin. Tampa, Washington, Chicago, Indy, New York, Jets. Simon, I want <laughs> you, I want you to make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Does eating Little Caesars help you reach that extra gear on game day? Every time. Order online during our Pizza Pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Simon, what do you think about this new motto I invented? If you order extra toppings, (laughs) the fun is never stopping. That's a fun rhyme. However you order your pizza, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. All right, it's time for I'm a Survivor. The Survivor Pool Pick of the Week. Here we go in week six. I've been saving them for this, and we don't have to take them. But like I told people, this is going off my survivor. So we have a couple teams crossed out, and it's starting to get to that point now where it's like, are, are we trying to be really smart? Should we take the Rams so we're saving the Bills, or do should we just take the Bills? Like take that's, the Bills. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when I was so, going through it, I, I I feel like we've taken the Dolphins, and when I was sort of doing the I, I did, morning, I felt like we haven't taken the Bills, and this is the spot. Yeah, last week I did a contest where I did the the Dolphins, and I did another one where I did um, the Lions. Obviously, that that was a no sweat for either of them. Um, so yeah, I, I got the Bills left. So you want to do Bills one, and then our second pick would be Rams two. Yeah, because you're if you're doing game theory, that's a nice that's a nice play there. The Rams, like when else are you going to use the Rams? But I am with Chad, where it's like peace of mind, no sweat, Bills. So. You know, the, the, I, I, we got a couple minutes here. Matt Mitchell hasn't yelled at us yet to hurry. So I know we got Evan coming up to talk about some some stats and trends. But um, we did not talk about the Dolphins and the and the Giants as like, or the, the um, Panthers and the Giants. Are we betting those games? It feels like those are the Cardinals against the Cowboys games. A little bit different because they're on the road. But like... Are we catching a fallen knife to paraphrase and then steal directly from Stucky? Uh, yeah, I just can't get there. If you, the Daniel Jones thing is a big deal to me. The guy has a bad neck injury. Um, yeah, you can say, well, it's Tyrod Taylor is going to come in. He's just as good as him. I don't know. I don't know how, how true that statement is. So um, they have no offensive line there in the Giants. Even if the Bills defense is totally banged up, I don't think it's going to matter on that one. And then the Panthers one, I told you, if it's Andy Dalton, I am all in on the Panthers. They keep putting Bryce Young out there, and he he can't read a defense. Even if Miami is one of the worst defenses in football, they're, they're still a lot better uh, than most teams. So looking at this game, 
I, I want to get there, Chad. I know some pros who have come in on Carolina. I I still think you're getting a good number technically on Miami. So I, I hate it. Like, again, another game won't be in our contest, but I'll, I'll be on a big favorite again, like last week with Miami. All right. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions and restrictions apply before we get out of here. We are joined by Action Network Director of Research, Evan Abrams. He is the engine behind the great stats and nuggets you hear on this show and across all of our network. Evan Abrams, you get the last word. We're finished talking. What's up, fellas? Uh, So today's topic is buyer beware, which is something that I feel like we talk about a lot in the show. We're always betting bad, and here we go. So speaking of Panthers and Giants, they are two of three teams, also the Broncos, who don't have an ETS win yet this season. So this is the first time since 2013 we have three teams or more without an ETS win in the sixth game or later. So don't see this frequently where these teams aren't covering this late into the season. When winless ATS teams are listed as dogs, 218, 170, and 9, 56% last 20 years. When those teams are failing to cover by 10 plus points per game, 97, 65, and 3, 60%. So unfortunately, that would be me telling you to bet the Broncos and the Panthers this week. Well, I did bet the Broncos. It's Thursday. So uh, (laughs) we did bet the Broncos. And here we go. Let's flip. And it's up to 11 now, Chad. Yeah. Oh, my God. They spinal tapped it. They turned it up to 11. (laughs) Let's flip it. So six teams are covering by five points per game or more on average this season. Buffalo, Detroit, Houston, Miami, San Francisco, and Tampa. In the six game or later, those types of teams who are covering by that margin, 80 games under 500 against the spread, 46%. We like that, Chad. When those teams are a favorite, 44%. So that's Detroit, San Francisco, Miami, and Buffalo. So again, buyer beware. (laughs) And finally... I like to kind of stray away from sides talk a little bit. I want to talk about the betting market for a second on my last one here. So in games this season where the total fell from the opening to closing line, so 55 and a half to 55 would be an example. And that is actually a lot of games this week. The under is 31 and 18 this season. So the market has done an incredible job at predicting unders, especially with line movement. So since 2021, unders are 208, 157 and 157% when the total has dropped between the opening and closing lines. Now that is covering the under on the last lowest line as well. So any number above that, that win percentage of 57% just gets higher. So 9% ROI on those games. And here's just the final stat to encompass it. It's pretty crazy. So in the last 23 regular season weeks, dating back to last year, there have only been three where there are more overs than unders for full game totals. Overs are three, 13 and seven in those 23 weeks. So we've seen a whole lot of unders lately. 
by the way, we talk about the luck rankings all the time, and we didn't talk about them a lot today because there's not a lot of games that are sort of fitting in the luck ranking from a sides point of view. But uh, the luck unders this week, Denver, Kansas City, Thursday night. A lot of people won't hear this in time for that, but Minnesota, Chicago, which, Simon, you talked about early on in the sharp call. So time to jump on that under for Minnesota and Chicago at the very least. Um, thank you, Evan Abrams, for all that excellent, excellent data and trends. Uh, to recap, our foxhole, New York Jets, plus seven. Our big balls, Cleveland, plus seven. Our exec decision, Tampa Bay, plus three. Our Simon says the LA Chargers, plus two and a half. Our round robin, money line, underdog, parlay, Tampa Bay, Washington, Chicago, Indy, New York, Jets. If we had to pick five for the Faves Five right now, which Simon and I are going to discuss as soon as the show is over. The Faves Five for now. Probably the New York Jets, New Orleans Saints, Cleveland Browns, Tampa, and Cincy with the Chargers on the outside looking in. But we will we will uh, try to nail that down a little bit after. Before we sign off, reminder that Simon and I will be back with our week six recap episode live on the Action Network YouTube page this Sunday and every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Download us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift until Sunday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.